<laughs> uh, welcome to Story Reckless. Uh, my name is Nathan. Uh, I will be your DM this evening, uh, and I use he, him pronouns. I want to pass it over to our players. Uh, I know that maybe for some of you, this will be your first time tuning in, hopefully, because uh, we're starting a new adventure and it's a great time to tune in. Um, but yeah, uh, in case you don't know, we're playing Dungeons and Dragons. Uh, Anyways, uh, so yeah, why don't I like pass? Like it says on the tin. Like it says on the tin. Uh, I'll pass it over to the players for their intros. My name is Claire. My pronouns are they, them, and I'm playing Kidom, half-health grave cleric. And my name is Olive. My pronouns are she, they, and I'm playing Lovelace, centaur nomad, probably. Interesting. No matter what happens, we'll all be together, and that's what I mean by that. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Um, awesome. <laughs> uh, before we uh, jump into the story, um, I just want to give a quick content warning for this arc in particular. Um, there's some elements of uh, war that will be coming up in this arc, um, possibly descriptions. Uh, I'm not going to get too graphic with it, just it's, it's too raw right now, but I just wanted to warn folks in case anybody just, you know, is not in the mindset for that, uh, for understandable reasons. So, um, yeah, with that being said, though, uh, I do hope you stick around because that is not what the entirety of the story will be because we don't really know where it'll go in some regards. I don't know. We'll see. Um <laughs> We'll see what happens. Um, but with that out of the way, uh, thank you so much for joining us. And let's jump into the story, shall we? So we see a long winding road that extends northward through rolling plains. However, the plains have been ravaged and burnt. We can see distant wisps of smoke rising on the horizon. A single, smaller path leads off to the west, out towards the coast. You can see the dense chaparral collected around the path. A lot of it has been chopped down, burnt, destroyed. Uh, there are still remnants of carcasses of animals that have been slaughtered and left on the sides of the road. As we head west, towards the coast, we see a collection of towers making up a massive keep that clings to the rocky coastline surrounded by a great wall. This is Candlekeep, and this is where our two heroes find themselves. Where they are exactly, though, is a good question. So, Lovelace, Kadam, where do you think you are at the moment within uh, the walls of Candlekeep. Are we picking up exactly where we left off with these two? Are we picking up? I what at day three? Day I would five? say this is after you've finished your research. So okay. this, <laughs> if anybody watched our previous arc <laughs> um, about. Two days ago, um, one of the towers suddenly flew up into the sky. 
with flames and smoke trailing behind it, and it disappeared into the into the great blue beyond. Um, wild, wild, wild things happening these days. But um, you know, once that was all settled, and yeah, people talked about it a lot. Um, but you know, you you got your research done. It's been three days since the uh, events um, in the Firefly Cellar. Um, yeah. What, uh, what are you, uh, what are you doing? You do know that, um, the, the officials in Candlekeep, the Avowed, are highly encouraging people not to leave the walls. Um, you've also been informed that there is a, um, uh, like a, a platoon of flaming fists that are on their way to help with the refugees to get them out of Candlekeep to Baldur's Gate. Um, so it seems most of the people that you're kind of with, all these people that have survived the knolls and have collected in Candlekeep, um, their plan is they're waiting for that platoon to arrive so that they can get escorted back. Um, that being said, the avowed won't stop you if you decide to leave. They're just, you know, your funeral if you want to do that. So, uh, yeah. So where do you think you are with with all of this kind of happening within the walls of Candlekeep and? you know, the greater world outside. Probably in the hearth. Okay. That's where the people are. Yeah. And um, that is, in fact, lots of people are in there. Um, I think Lovelace yeah. has in particular spent a couple of days in like intense conversation with Little One. Okay. Um, the ogre with <clears throat> a headband of intellect mm-hmm. and gutweed. The little uh, cat. cat that we rescued from a mysterious dimension mansion, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and then little one adopted, um, and just like actually having some time to catch up, trade stories, like hear more, like where little one came from, like what little one's family is like. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, um, I mean, you know, he regales you with many stories. Um, he does kind of open up a bit with you. Uh... Yeah, I... Maybe I told you this, but I actually got this uh, headband here. My name isn't actually Little One. I, um... You see, before I got the headband, I was... Uh, I was very violent. I, I saw that this halfling had this shiny crown and I wanted it. I smashed him and I put it on and then suddenly was overwhelmed with my uh, new I don't know, it just it never occurred to me before. You think that maybe it would be like a headband of intellect slash empathy, maybe, because I mean, I you know, I, I I could think for myself, but it was just I was overwhelmed with the emotion of doing it. Anyways, uh, I gave myself the common name Little One in in honor of that halfling that I turned to jelly. So yeah, have you? Did you ever find out who they were? Oh. And like try to make any kind of reparations. Like we all make mistakes, but I think yeah, uh, the important thing is to uh, try to make good after. 
I, afterwards. I, I know, I know. I, um, I had no way to find out. Uh, there wasn't much um, I could glean from from them after they were gone. Huh. But maybe one day I'll be ready to receive whatever responsibility. I'll take full responsibility and try to make good. I think Lovelace is actually kind of like spaced out okay. uh, for that part of like little one and just like heard the words come out of her own mouth being like you should like stand and take responsibility mm. for the consequences of your actions mm -hmm. and then just kind of goes into a spiral mm -hmm. and like and uh, shakes herself out of it and she's like yeah that I mean on the other hand like sometimes there's just nothing you can do like sometimes you make mistakes and just gotta keep moving yeah yeah, and that's what led me here, really. Uh, but yeah. Well, thanks, Lovelace. And, uh, you know, <laughs> thanks again for, uh, for Gutweed. Hey there. I, hey, uh, buddy. It's been really nice. Oh, so what are you and, uh, Kagan planning to do? And you waiting for that Flaming Fist patrol to head on back home? I mean, historically, I haven't gotten along super well, well with the Flaming Fist. Um, oh, yeah. I, I think I'd like to, now that I've kind of gathered my strength again and gotten my feet under me, I know where I'm going. I'm gonna head out as soon as possible. Oh, oh you're tra you're traveling on your own. I mean, again, I would rather take my chances in the wilderness than know that. I'm gonna be traveling with Flame and Fist. Nobody's better than them. Yeah, they're not great. Nobody's better than them. Yeah, I, I realize I phrased that. <laughs> yeah, wait somewhat, a minute. Like literally, nobody is preferable. Okay, I think I follow now. The lack of persons is better than them. Well, Isolation. There we go. Yeah, you don't want to be around them. I get it. Uh, I don't want to be around them. Okay, Lovelace, well, uh, if you know what you're doing, but it sounds really bad out there. I don't know if you've heard uh, what people have been saying. Uh, hasn't been something like this, and th this is like a, I mean, you know, this is like an historical event, it's out feeling like the amount of uh, this swelling of knolls. Some people are talking about the return of Yinagu. Uh, I really hope that, that, that that's not what it is. Uh, yeah. It's a little scary, though. Which means that we need to get what we are going to do done while we can before it gets worse. Oh, man, that's grim. You mean, like, like, disappreciate the time we have? Uh... Lovelace kind of like looks over little one's shoulder just into like just empty air mm -hmm. and says, yeah, something like that. Um, um, and maybe, you know, maybe I'm looking for my own headband, something to turn things around. Okay. Well, l let me know if I can help. I, you know, I've, 
pretty knowledgeable. I uh, get get a good opportunity here to read lots of books. But, uh, I wish you all the luck. I appreciate it, little one. Stay safe. And I think Lovelace picks up and goes and starts packing her things. Okay. Uh, Kadam, what about you? I'd say in between doing my own research, I have been sharing the story of uh, the mine with people. Okay. As many people as I can. Yeah. Um, And Um, have gotten the like five or six copies from the scriptorium. Oh, right, yeah. Um, I've made sure that Candlekeep has one of them and I'm taking the others with me. Are you are you giving Candlekeep the original copy or... Um, I mean, I can. It, I mean... It's my handwriting. It ain't pretty, but sure. Oh, no, I, sorry. I meant... I guess not my original copy. I meant, like... The original work is what I meant to say. Are you giving them the original oh, the work? Book. Yeah. Or are you keeping that? I think Manfred had it. Oh, did Manfred? No. Yeah, I think you're right. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, they are... Uh, th- they, you know, the, the people you work with, the avowed you work with, are very fascinated by the story and are happy to copy it. Um, and since it wasn't a terribly long piece in this time, you are able to get those copies made. Um, I believe there was some kind of, I feel like when we did this last, there was like a deal worked out where like you were going to get those copies for free. I don't remember yeah. why, but that's fine. We don't have to dwell on it. Um, we arrange that somehow. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> we get scribe. Yeah. Um, yeah. This is going to make the make it very difficult for box screens. <laughs> um, That's the idea. <laughs> um, so yeah, you you head over to the uh, uh, oh, what is that area where they make the copies? I thought it was listed. Uh, it's a... it's within the pillars of pedagogy. So um, oh, right. Yeah. So you you head into there. Um, and have, you know, pass it off, get the copies made, and then after a few days, come and collect them. Um, you see that that uh, Dwarven avowed way back when you first were here. Yeah, um, I remember him. Uh, yeah, Torbjorn um, has the stack of books and passes it to you. Like well, they're probably smile. not even books, they're probably just like yeah, pamphlets. Like, <laughs> uh, no, they, they are nicely, like like, you know, bound and and made into little books like they are copies of wow yeah this is very fancy for 10 pages but thank you well you know it's what we do here thank you very much and i will i will go back to my rooms with lovelace and store those away in the strange bag that i now have possession of (laughs) that's right yeah um and yeah you put them in and they just kind of disappear um but yeah so do you head back to your room um where lovelace i guess you are starting to pack up i think i've been slowly like packing for a longer journey mm-hmm. not just like mm-hmm. not you know, just rations to get you from right settlement away. to settlement it's like tents okay and like cooking gear okay 
um, and like really like efficiently packing, which like takes a lot longer than right. if you're just throwing things in a day bag or mm-hmm. even a couple day, day bag. Mm-hmm. So does um, does Kadam come in on this as you're getting those things set up? Sure. Okay. So okay. Could, yeah, Kadam, you come in and with your your books as you're going to pack them away, and you can see that Lovelace is meticulously yeah. setting up, you know what looks to be for a longer journey um, travel. Yeah. Does Kidam know what a longer journey travel packing looks like? Uh, you're packing more and more carefully than you have in the past. Um, but, I mean, we talked about this a few days ago, to a certain extent. Well, When are you planning on leaving? Just waiting on um, a couple more items. Uh, from the general supply. Um, there's been a lot going on. Yeah. But I aim to leave before the flaming fish show up. You can still come with. I think it would be really irresponsible of me to go with you, Lovelace. I need to go home. I need to do what I can to mitigate to mitigate what you told Manfred. It'd be real nice to have you there with me. Lovelace is taken aback. Like, your words are just, like, these spears. Or, like, she takes them as accusations, almost. Um, and just, like... Well. Good travels. I'm doing what I can. does no good to just throw yourself back into that city over and over again. They'll chew you up and spit you out. Lovelace, as, as you're looking at Kadam, you see one of those pulses from the ground of ethereal light mm-hmm. kind of up through their body. And in a flash, you almost see like a neural network run through their body. And then the light trails back down into the ground and you see it pulse to the east. And I think as the camera kind of like moves to see Lovelace's vision, um, again, she just like stares off into the air. Kidam, you see her just looking at nothing, like looks off towards the east and it sees other like pulses of light just like going off to the east periodically just like this whole river um like just that blankets everything and like it touches everybody i know where i need to go get on if this is about your ghosts why now what makes this so urgent so all of a sudden it's been going on for months can it wait another couple of ten day that's the thing about things that aren't urgent, Kidam. Keep 
putting them off and not all of us are blessed even partially with elven longevity. We can't wait 50 years for our lives. Lovelace. It really feels like you're running away from this again. I've watched you run several times from several large things. With you over my shoulder each time dragging you out. Because you throw yourself I don't know, onto the spears trying to help folks. Was helping you give birth throwing myself onto those spears? I mean literal spears, Kidam. I ain't talking about literal spears, lovely. Oh, I am. And I need a metaphorical spear or s- something to change how work- things work in Baldur's Gate. I just know that the answers aren't in that city for me. How are you as one person going to change how Baldur's Gate works outside of the city? I could ask you the same in the city. I'm not alone there. I've got everyone else. I got my family, I got the healer's crew, I got all the other crews. I'm not alone. I ain't ever alone there. That makes one of us. Right. place turns, latches up a backpack. Before you go, Lovelace, do you think you're ever coming back? Yeah, I'll be back. All right. I'm glad. Yeah. There's something else. couple somethings, I guess. Um, Box of screws. Uh, Do do you want me to... What do you want me to tell her about what you're doing? Where you've gone? Why she knows... The fewer hooks that she has. Yeah. Do you want me to lie to her? Manfred don't know if you're alive or not. That's true. Don't have to tell her anything. Just refuse to say. Yeah. Alright, I can I can do that. Um, other thing about her. (laughs) 
She's family, Lovelace. Yeah, she'd like to you to think that, wouldn't she? No, I mean, actually, I mean, she's my big sister. And uh, that's... Excuse me? Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry. What was that like growing up? I was just fine, frankly. Hard to imagine. I guess I could see the resemblance, actually. Yeah, you, we uh, don't look terrible same. I mean... I'll take after Ada. She takes after Dad. That's what. That's why I've been sticking around so much. That's how I got I pulled mean, in the first place. I, I knew that she had something on you. But... Wait, are you helping her out of family ties then? Yes. That's almost worse. How did she get like this? You're one of the most different sorts of people I know from her. I, I can't claim that I understand all of it. I don't know all of it. She and Added never really got along terrible well, and she uh, didn't hang around much, starting maybe 30 years back. Well... Good luck with that. <laughs> I'm gonna go. All right. And unlock the secrets of the universe. And come back and crack that city open. Put a hand on her shoulder and squeeze. Will you wait for a big hug? Yeah, okay. Hug. Hey, get on. Hey. Don't die, alright? Took the words out of my mouth. Here. And I will pull out my healer's kit and pass it over. You're gonna need that more than I will, I think. I'll, uh, I'll bring you back a couple grubs. Oh, thank you so much. I know you've grown accustomed to the taste. Yep, it's uh, it's acquired. Yep. <laughs> uh, so you can add a healer's kit with seven uses left. Cool. I to your inventory. Did actually need that. Healer's <laughs> kit. Oh. Seven uses, you said. Mm -hmm. Three have been used. Okay. So, Lovelace, are you leaving? Yeah. Okay. Trot out into the court of air. air. Clip, clop, clip, clop. You, uh... Dust rising. You trot up to the 
the main gate. Um, you can see a number of avowed stationed there. You see Velma. Looks at you, raises an eyebrow. So, Lovelace, you're going? I know, uh, you're thrilled. She gestures and the gate just... Sorry, oh, you're not open. even going to try to stop me? I can never stop you, Lovelace. Unfortunately. Damn right. Clip, clop, clip, clop. As you leave... Truest thing you ever said. As you start to head out onto the road, you do hear her shout. Be careful. And then she's mumbling something you can't really pick up, and then the gates... Behind you, as you clip-clop down the road, and we see the small silhouette of Lovelace disappearing off to the east, down the dusty lion's way towards the smoke on the horizon. All right, we'll see you later. Kadam. Yeah. It's just us. <laughs> and all the NPCs. <laughs> hey now. <laughs> so, uh, Kadam. Alright, I'm assuming you're waiting for the Flaming Fist. I am. Okay. Uh, I also want to check in with Renwin. Okay. At some point in the next couple days, just just make sure he's alright. Yeah. Um, I mean, Renwin, like, he is either in a crowd talking to people or is with you in your room, like, in the evenings when you when you return. Um, he seems to basically just be staying in the hearth and going from, his, from your room together out to the hearth, stays there all day, and then when he sees you going to go to bed, follows you to go to bed. <laughs> so he seems a little... Um, on edge. Renwin. Yeah. Manfred yeah. left a while ago, like days ago. Uh, I, I, uh, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. He implied that he did to me. I spoke with him briefly. I, I, he has that damn hat. I don't know what it can do. Maybe he's somebody in here. I don't know. <sighs> can that hat do more than one thing? I, I don't I I really don't know I, I just assume because it's magical that maybe it can, um, but maybe not I don't know I I just I don't want to take any chances. Uh, he he tried to stab me once on the road and then I yeah think he was possessed. I don't know. I just don't want to take any chances. Uh, I just that makes sense. I just want to. Just want to get back to Baldur's Gate um, and try to get to a ship without drawing any attention to myself and go yep. home. That sounds fantastic. Um, Great. Probably from the time we joined the Flaming Fist to the time you get on that ship, we should pretend that we don't know each other. Um, I think... Oh, shit. Okay. I, I think I am being watched. 
at least in Baldur's Gate. Um, Why did you come over and talk to me back at that tavern? I'm so sorry. It's fine. I'm so sorry. Lovely should not have invited you. Everything has just been... You you both have been great. I've really enjoyed our time together, um, but everything has been terrible since I've met both of you. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's very fair. I I lost my goat. Um, yeah. I I was yeah. stabbed. Was I? I don't remember. There were things in the dark. You were stabbed at least once. At least yeah. once. That's more than most people should ever be stabbed in their life. I absolutely agree. <sighs> Anyways, um, okay, so we pretend like we don't know each other. Um, I'm going to be spending the next few days making some friends <laughs> uh, to travel with then. Sounds great. Okay. Well. There was a, there a half-elf fella who was at the gates who had a stringed instrument? Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, no, no, it was, um, uh, hurdy-gurdy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. I could go talk to him. Yeah, that's a, that's a good, good call. Okay. Okay. Uh, do you want me to get my own room? That I, I, I just I, can we can well, we just? I think here we're fine, friend. Okay. Okay. I don't want to be in my own room. Yeah. I'm also really glad we're not down in the cellar anymore. Yeah, I'm uh, very glad they arranged for someone else to be down there. I know rooms are tight, but I just could not spend another night down there. No. No. No, I I would have taken a closet. <laughs> Which would have been fine for me, but uh, maybe a little more challenging for you. Especially Lovelace. Where is Lovelace? Uh, she took off. Oh, okay. Sure, okay. Whatever. That's fine. Okay, uh, well, they said the Flaming Fist should be here within, uh, I don't know, four to five days or so, something like that. Um, I'll, I'll just make some friends. <laughs> Sounds great. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. I just... I hope this Null thing hasn't spread south. Sorry to be selfish like that. I know it's affecting all of y'all up here, but, uh... It ain't any better if it heads south. Yeah, no, it would. Oh! It's too late. What? Oh, Lovelace had a painting of a person who we were supposed to deliver back to Baldur's Gate. Well... That's okay. It's very specific. Yeah, it is. I just remembered that. Oh, well. Carry on. Uh, but that, that's it. I'm gonna go make some friends. And he scurries out of the room back to the bar to, to go meet people um, and arrange arrange travel time. Oop, somebody messaged me. My notifications are not off. Sorry, chat. <laughs> um, oh. <laughs> Anyways, um, is there anything else you want to do, Kadam, in the, t- in the time that you wait for the Flaming Fist? Uh, so... As I said, you it was like three days to do research, um, and then Lovelace left. So let's say that was like on the fourth day. Um, 
So, okay, what Renwen said was wrong. The Flaming Fist should be here within two days, according to the, the Avowed. Uh, so you have a couple days if you want to do anything in that time. Otherwise, we can just jump straight to... Uh, we'll contact um, Valor at least once more and give her give her another chance to communicate useful information. Okay. <laughs> um, okay. Um, yeah. Let's uh, let's see. What does she say? She uh, said she okay. was uh, making money fighting gnolls. Yeah. Uh, she responds back. Um, okay. I am south of Fort Morning Lord. East of Wood of Sharp Teeth. Fighting Knolls. Miss both you and Lovelace. Come to Elturel sometime. Maybe I be there. I plan to go back for resupply soon. I don't know if that was 25 words, but yeah, something like to that effect. So. Alright, alright. <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll use another slot. Uh, mm -hmm. I do have business in Boulder's Gate, but if I finish that up, I'll contact you again and see if I can't make my way to Elturel. That sounds great! You know, it's crazy there, there's this big thing in the sky that's like the sun, um, which I think I told you about once. Yep. Oh, right, I, I have to be careful oh, about you can't hear me. I'm the just... words that I... and then it... <laughs> <laughs> great, great. Okay. So I will just spend a couple of days. Okay. I'm probably just talking with folks. Okay, that's... great. Alright. That's what I do. <laughs> Well, in that case, uh, as the time goes on, um, there are a, like a like maybe one, uh, one or two groups of scra uh, stragglers that that come into Candlekeep that seem to be fleeing from the conflict beyond. Um, and by the time they they appear to be uh, most of them appear to be like folks that were traveling to Baldur's Gate and got caught up in the mess and fled for Candlekeep. Um, and then by the time the 22nd rolls around, a flame roll, uh, there is a large platoon of Flaming Fist that arrives at the gates of Candlekeep. Uh, as you get up in the morning and finish your breakfast, you can see there's a, quite a commotion. And stepping out into the court of air, you see the gates are currently open and spilling into the courtyard in relative order. But there's a bit of of noise and um, from voices shouting and livestock moving. Uh, you watch as um, three big wagons are being pulled in, uh, flanked by many soldiers. Um, this is probably close to 60 soldiers uh, all coming into the Court of Air with these three wagons that are full of supplies. Um, you do see amongst their midst there are, it's still in military guard, but um, there are what appear to be, um, you recognize as the, the, the Flaming Fist has a small contingent of priests um, in their midst um, that are basically like 
you know, medics um, that are following in behind them. And then there is one which she recognizes the high-ranking officer within the group um, that is riding in uh, on a horse in full plate. Uh, I can't really make out the features. Um, but yeah, this this platoon of Flaming Fist comes in and um, there's a flurry of activity as Avowed and um, Flaming Fist just kind of standing by and watching, but the Avowed are, are helping escort people over to this platoon and uh, you see some of the lower-ranking officers of the Flaming Fist are kind of assigning people to various groups within this larger group, um, kind of assigning them to the different wagons. Um, yeah, so... You... I will mm -hmm. present myself probably to one of the priests mm -hmm. and inform them that I'm a healer and midwife. I have a bit of magic. Um... I'm also wanting to head home. Yeah, you 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 see uh, the as you approach this um, priest with like a broken nose, um, kind of greasy hair, turns and you say this, and um, he just kind of goes, uh, "Not going to be needing any midwifery out there, uh, but if you can, you can cast some healing." Um, yeah. And this this man looks haggard and tired. Um, it's, it's good to know. I'll let the uh, I'll let the Shit, I forgot the names of the ranking of the Flaming Fist. I had it all written down now. Oh, yeah. I'll let flame. the flame of the unit... Uh, a flame? I'll let the flame know. Uh, he, he may be wanting to sign you up closer to the lead wagon, if that's the case. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll be sure to report to him. He's busy right now. Um, as everything's getting settled in, um, you are assigned to the lead wagon, uh, where it appears the the concentration of this force is um and yeah you can see that uh renwin has shuffled into one of the other groups at the back um he does seem to be hanging out with that that half elf with the hurdy-gurdy and that whole troop of people um he does kind of lock eyes with you at one point and then just like quickly nervously looks away and and just keeps talking to to his his group uh, the only other person of note that you see, um, as everyone's getting ready to leave, you watch as a, uh, a tiefling woman comes striding through the Court of Air back from the, uh, Emerald Gate. Um, she seems to be coming from the in inner, uh, keep. Uh, this tiefling woman comes striding through the Court of Air. She is wearing this, uh, almost yellow gold top with, like, high collar and um, tuft shoulders that come out into bell sleeves. Uh, she has red skin with uh, horns that curve back uh, over her head, uh, and she has just a small satchel at her side, but she is striding with like uh, a purpose, and you watch as she goes straight for the flame, um, and they have a communication with each other. Uh, the flame nods, and... Um, you watch as she files in to the back portion uh, of this unit. Um, and Could I sidle close enough to overhear that conversation? Uh, make a perception check as this kind of uh, noise is happening around you. 21. Uh, yes. So... Uh, 
she approaches, um, and the, the flame kind of has his back to her, uh, as you sidle up closer, and she just gives a quick snap, um, which is much louder than you were expecting, and he turns to look, and she goes, I'm going to be joining you on your journey north. Uh, I am Sil- Silve- uh, I am Silveri Savakis. Uh, I am one of the great readers here. Uh, I just wanted to inform you that I'll be joining you. Uh, and this gentleman kind of cocks his head and... Yeah, whatever, uh, whatever you want. It's fine. Uh, you got magic? Uh, yes, I do, but I will be reserving it for myself unless something dramatic occurs. Uh, I will, of course, do my best to help defend. Uh, but I would like to join you, uh, if you could get me as close to the front as possible. I would like an escort out to the front. I, uh, wish to observe the current Knoll incursion in order to learn more. In fact, I would really like to acquire a sample, um, living if possible. Um, okay, I can do my best, ma'am, to get you close, but getting one alive, I'm not going to do that for you. You'll have to talk with the blaze of the unit when we get to the front. That, that's fine. I figured that you couldn't handle this, um, but I'll be at the back. Uh, if you need me, I'll be sleeping in my own tent. I can provide for myself my own food. I'm fine. Just know that I am here, and when we get close to the front, I would like a personal escort out that way. Sorry, you'll have to divert some of your men. Um, just, this is how it's going to go. Okay. Thank you. And she goes uh, walking back to the the back of the contingent, um, and you see a um, a painted uh, pony horse is led out that she climbs up on with like this beautiful black saddle, leather saddle with little like red um, runes all throughout it. Um, what languages do you know? Common, Elvish, Gnomish, and Celestial. Okay, then yeah, you don't recognize the language. Um, but yeah, she gets up on her horse and um, starts following in behind. Uh... If there's nothing else you want to do, Kadam. Let's go home. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Weezy's Breezy's loving Claire's expressions. <laughs> um, all right. Well, Kadam, you set out on the long journey home, and it is a bit slower than you'd normally, normally done because you're in this big column of soldiers and refugees as you're heading north. Um, You find yourself going down the lion's way out to the coastway, and before even getting to the coastway, the entire column actually has to peel off and and go off-road, which is even slower going. Um, You can hear each evening the soldiers talking about wanting to avoid going out towards the coastway, where most of the attacks have been occurring. Um, actually, make another perception check for me. Let's see what um, kind of little snippets you pick up on. Um, eight. Yeah, then you just you just kind of pick up on that the the this unit is trying to avoid going on the coastway, um, and doing so with wagons through these these plains is very slow going, but. Um, 
it seems to be the safest route. Uh, as you get closer to the Cloakwood, which takes about, let's see. Takes you about three days um, moving in that direction norther- northward. You start to peel to the west. Uh, and by the end of the um, by the end of the by the end of the fourth day, you actually find yourself coming out onto the coastway. Um, as you come out onto the coastway that evening and start making camp, you now uh, are starting to see the effects of this null incursion. Um, you can see that off to the east there is these plumes of smoke that are kind of scattered throughout as the sun is setting. Um, and the sky above is taking on that uh, eerie quality of it's it's way too red and orange than it should be because of all the particulate in the air. Um, and as you're settling down to camp, you can see that the soldiers are much more on edge, setting up these these intense perimeters around the camp. Uh, and there's even going into the night, you you notice that um, small units of flaming fists are riding up and down the road um, to elsewhere, um, going past your camp. The following day, you continue along the coastway, able to pick up a bit more speed. Um, making your way towards Baldur's Gate. And as you get... Yes, okay. So... On the... On the fifth night, um, as you are getting closer to Baldur's Gate, uh, you set up camp, and again, you can see that, that, that now you're starting to see like smaller hamlets uh, this close to the city, um, and they uh, some of the, the ones that are this far out um, are in ruins, and there's just smoke trailing off of some of them. Um, some of them are just kind of uh, collapsed into into piles of timber. Um, you can see that the farm fields have been just torched or maybe pulled up and consumed um, as if a locust horde had gone through. Um, But there are more and more of those Flaming Fist units that are heading south that are more frequent going past you. They appear to be probably patrols or messengers of some kind. Um, But on that fifth evening as you set up camp, just as the sun goes down and everybody's sitting around their various fires, getting ready to, to for bed, um, you... Oh, I, I missed one thing, sorry. Um, that's right. A couple days back, you did see that woman, that tiefling woman, take a contingent of forces and head out to the east. Uh, okay. But on that fifth night, as you were settling down with the, the various campfires around and all the solemn faces surrounding you, you suddenly see far to the north this sudden burst of light. Just a 
um, like as if to put it into like a modern perspective, as, as if there was a sudden flare of a city far off in the distance where you see that glow at night, as if a city had suddenly just turned all of its lights on in a sudden flash on the horizon. And then it winks out. Now, I've heard about the miniature sun that's in El Torrell, but we're looking more directly north than that, ain't we? Uh, oh, I'm sorry. I, I did I did mean to say east. I don't know why I said north. So, oh, yes. so this maybe was, that's El Torrell. Possibly. Uh, make a, you can make a survival or nature check, I would say, to kind of gauge... Uh, I'll make that survival. I rolled a nat 20, so 24. Um, yeah. Based on... Uh, you quickly look up and look at the positioning. Well, I don't know if you actually would... Would Kadam know how to use the stars to figure out? No. You know what I think it is, then? It's... it's. Hmm. Okay. You roll the natural 20. This could be a lot more interesting. Hmm. Okay. Looking off in that direction as it winks out and everything goes dark. You blink and when you open your eyes, you suddenly find yourself high in the clouds above a city, one that you don't recognize. But you see that there is shining sunlight over it, extending far out to the horizon where you see the darkness is pressing in. And looking up, you realize it's nighttime. You can just barely see the stars glinting off to the south behind you. And then as you look down at the city, you see that hanging sphere, like like some artificial sun that's just hovering above the various rooftops and buildings. And you watch it suddenly flare up with this more reddish light. And then it winks out and becomes just a black orb hanging above the city. And you start to see everything shake below before you are taken out of the vision because the ground beneath you is shaking. Um, everybody in the camp is rushing around. You see soldiers grabbing their spears and looking out into the distance, um, into the night. You see people pointing off to the horizon where that flash of light was. Um, there's all sorts of conversations sprinkling throughout the camp. Damn it. Damn it. Damn it. Oh, God. Sanny! Oh! Um... I'm gonna just stay with the rest of the people. I'm not. Mm. Damn it. Okay. I I I I say just kind of around to no matter who's listening. I will I will get to it. I promise. I need to take care of stuff at home first, though. One of the soldiers like stops. What are you saying? I'm sorry. Pay are you me talking no to mind. me? 
No, no. I'm kind of busy. Yeah, go go right ahead. Okay. Goes running off. Um, I'm gonna check in with Valor. Okay. Um, what do you say? Valor, you all right? I assume you just saw and heard that. Um, this is sending? Yeah. Okay. Okay. I was not expecting this. So, you... I, oh, I don't, I don't know what's happening. Uh, everything is, oh my god. Uh, everything went dark, and then the ground opened up, and, and then, oh my, I can see them. They're pouring in. I don't understand. The message is cut off. I think I'm just frozen there. I I don't know what to do. I can't just take off running. What? This ain't normally a seismically unstable area, is it? No. Um, no, I don't know if Kadam has even ever experienced an earthquake before. Not too long ago when the rocket flew away. Yeah, I've gotten two in the last, what, five days, ten days? Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know that I have much. Yeah, I mean, Augury ain't much help in this situation, honestly. Oh, because sending is third level, so you can only cast it once? I think I got two spell slots. Yeah, I got two. Um, I might do that. I might. I'm trying to think if there's anything better. Oh, what's this? Nope. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go for sending again. Okay. To Valor? Or to somebody else? To Lovelace. Oh, okay. Uh let me see something. Yeah. So god, okay, wait. Also I forgot to mark when Lovelace left, so Lovelace left. 
Interesting. This is this is what happens when I when I keep a calendar and I try to be like very specific about travel times and stuff. Uh huh. Um, well, you said the end of the fifth day, I think. Yeah. I'm just seeing how long it would take Lovelace to get to the woods of sharp teeth. Totally. <laughs> um. Because he could probably. I mean, yeah, Lovelace, you're probably well within the woods, so we don't know what's going on with you at this point, but I guess we will assume that you are uh, alive, alive <laughs> and we're going to hope that narratively everything works out. <laughs> um, Lovelace, since you're inside the woods, I don't think you saw the flash, but you probably felt the rumble. Um, but I don't think you would be, uh, I just, I just, I can't imagine how you would see the flash if you're like deep inside a forest. So, um, okay. What do you say to Lovelace? Lovelace, you all right? Did you, did you feel the earthquake and the, see the flash from uh, the direction of El Terrell? Some wild, Things have happened. In forest. No flash. Earth shake. Give me something little, please. Can't deal with it. Amazing. Also, this is great because for our audience, they don't see you, lovely. So they just heard you. It's <laughs> just like Kadam. <laughs> All right. So that's what you get back, Kadam. Remember what I care about? Being scared of <laughs> And I'm stuck here. Uh, okay, okay, we're doing this. We're, uh, I, 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 I have nothing useful. Okay. All right. So you got you're you're almost to Baldur's Gate. Are you gonna just follow the platoon back? Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, as the evening comes to a close, there's, you know, a lot of anxiety in the camp um, as you're falling asleep. I have not lowered that level tonight. <laughs> as, as, you, as you are trying to fall asleep, you can, you know, hear the hushed, um, frantic conversation of those around you in their tents um, and hear the soldiers moving about in the night. Uh, but... Nevertheless, you managed to get through the night. Um, this is uh, it takes you two more days to get to Worms Crossing um, and get into the city. 
as you pull in on the other side of the river, uh, you a couple things you notice. One is as you're starting to go across Worms Crossing, the kind of activity and the, the liveliness of Worms Crossing is not there. Um, things seem to be very subdued. Um, there is a substantial line, though, uh, that you have to file into with everyone else that has been escorted here um, to make your way through the crossing with all the other uh, refugees coming from the south. Um, going on to the other side of the river into the outer city proper, um, again, you, you just pick up on there is a kind of quiet in the streets, even going through Whitkeep, where normally there's a lot of activity happening at... I would want to actually stop in Sal's foot yeah, and okay. find a list. Okay. Um, uh, as you are going into Sal's foot, you, you, you see a new community has sprung up. Um, it looks very, very recent because it's just, you know, hide tents. Uh, and you see some humanoid figures stepping out from some of these tents that, uh, you know, some of them, ha uh, you, you recognize them, you've seen them before, but they have that like orange skin with the, some of them have like a blue nose or, or a red nose. Oh. Um, you see yeah. a, a community of hobgoblins that are posted up in, in Sow's foot. Um, they look to mainly be, you know, uh, yeah, like uh, older hobgoblins, uh, children, and maybe those that are, you know, unable to fight. Um, but yeah, and there is this this cluster of tents there. Um, but you make your way to Lists' uh, place of residence. Where? What is? What is Lists' home look like? I am gonna ask you because. She, yeah. yeah, she. I think we said lives on the streets. Like she doesn't have uh, a, a building necessarily. Mm -hmm. She just kind of probably is in the camp with some other folks, or mm -hmm. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Yeah, okay. on, I don't know how on her own she is, but yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. You you go and find um, this small camp in Southfoot. Um, there's you know like a couple other goblins in there and some halflings and, and humans, but um, you ask around and people point you to where List is currently staying and you head over to, uh, you know, she just has this little tiny lean-to set up uh, with like what looks to be um, a single chest with like like straps that that she can carry. Uh, and you can see that poking out of the corners, there's like pieces of parchment, like sticking out of it. Um, and sh as you walk up, she is currently just sitting there methodically writing down on this piece of parchment. Um, this goblin woman, uh, I think you gave me a description of her, which I did not have ready. Large black eyes. Yes. Um ink-stained fingertips. Yeah, this goblin with very large black eyes. Yeah, and, and her fingertips are that, like, dark coloration as she's writing. But she looks up at you. 
uh, muttering to herself, um, Richard, Stephen, Lost. Hawkins, ah, get on. List, I, I need your help. Um, Lots of names. Lots of names. I imagine so. Martha, I'm so sorry. Jared. Uh, what, what can I help you with, Kadam? Uh, I need to talk with you and probably Pavu and, and Melissa. Um, yes. Things have not been good since you've been gone. I'm so sorry. Ah. Uh, Are you alright? I'm, I'm fine. Just lots of names. Lots of names. Many, many names. If there's somewhere safe nearby where we can all meet, I don't want to go home just yet. Hmm. I just got in. We could go to Pavu's shop. That might be safe. Uh, I guess I can do that. I'm afraid of going home. To North Chapel. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I have some friends at the Wood House. We could probably get in there. All right, the Wood House. The Wood House Hostel. The Wood House. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That that'd be real nice if you could do that. I can get a hold of um, such Lovelace uh, of Melissa and Pavu. I'm assuming Lovelace is all right. Her name hasn't popped up, but I don't see her with you. Very glad to hear that. Yeah, she's uh, she's in the woods of sharp teeth. At least that's where she said she was headed. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry. I'll explain everything once once we're all together. I don't want to have to explain things more than once. I'll go talk with them. All right, and I will follow her and on the way send to Melissa and Pavu. Okay. Yeah. Please come as soon as you can. Yeah. It is important. Yeah. Um, yeah, you, you're able to do that, and you're able to start collecting the members of the crews to get together. Um, also, I'm realizing it's called the Whitkeep Hostel. That's what I meant to say. Um, Works for me. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, uh, approaching this um this building you know it's this let's see yeah uh it's this white walled manor but it is not really white anymore because it is covered in paintings and color um and there's all these strange contraptions and sculptures some of them moving um uh littering the front yard uh but as I said, even as you're approaching it, there's kind of a somber tone um, from this community as you're going in. Um, but Liz talks uh, talks with this rock gnome, this um, this woman uh, goes by the name of Pernilla, Pernilla Cavernock, 
Um, but she she lets listen uh, and uh, is able to guide you to um, it, like what probably was a um, like a little personal library for this manor at one point but it has been like sectioned off into probably four small rooms um, each of which has like bunks uh, but she just kind of ushers you into one and and just like kind of hand waves yeah, residents here probably not sleeping here right now it's fine just take the room nobody will bother you just, Thank you so much. That's yeah, yeah, fine. Just let me know if you need anything. Come into the I'll kitchen. Press a gold into her hand. <laughs> wow, it's like I'm a flaming fist or something. <laughs> wow. Okay. Ah, uh, thanks. And she kind of yeah. waddles away. Um, so after some time, um, Pavu and Melissa show up, and you all have to kind of cram into this small bedroom. Um, especially Pavu, this large Goliath man, um, sitting down on, or he, he can't even sit on the bed, he just like leans against the wall kind of awkwardly holding himself. Melissa and List will sit down on one of the beds. Um, but yeah, you have them all together. Well, has it been here? Uh, I've only gotten bits and pieces from the fist who sound like they've been, they've been out outside for a while. Uh, Pavu looks pretty tired and, and looks down at you. It's been really bad, Kadam. Uh, the guild has been putting a lot of pressure on the crews. Uh, Melissa kind of throws her hands up in the air. It's it, a little bad, Pavu. Rent has doubled for anyone who is openly associated with the crew. Uh, my business, my customers of my business have been harassed for sh for, for coming to me. Um, I, I've heard in some of the uh, rougher parts of town, people have been just kicked the shit out of. Um, oh, 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 Pavu, do, do you wanna also want to mention, you know, that... The cult of the dead three is 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 back. Uh, yeah. So, uh, that's great. Jared, John, uh, and List is just sitting there muttering in the corner. Um, yeah, Kadam. Uh, it's not good to put it no. in clear terms. Uh, cult of the dead three uh has been increasing their activity again. Apparently, they're not gone. So, no. I mean, you know, sure, they're never gone. That's what the story says. But this is real. There are people disappearing again. There are people showing up dead in the streets. Um, and then on top of that, as I said, the guild has been putting a lot of pressure on the crews. Uh, and now there's apparently a fucking knoll incursion. Um, and the Flaming Fist have emptied the city with the majority of their forces to deal with it. So, yeah. Uh, things are not great, because now it's just us uh, against the guild, the cult, and what is left of the Flaming Fist. Oh, yeah, and go, 
You know what's great too? Uh, older Raven Guard, you know, the one guy that was kind of, I, I mean, I, whatever, but. Yeah. It, yeah. He's in El Terrell right now on a diplomatic mission. So he's not here, which is great. Um, yeah, it's really not good. Uh, yeah, Melissa, just. So, Kadam, that's what's going on with us. Uh, where's. Thank you for telling me. Uh, we'll assume that you told them about Lovelace and all that. Actually, well, just to not repeat that conversation over and over, but um, I'm really sorry that Lovelace isn't here right now, but... Uh, Me too. Well, what, what did you want to talk with us about? I know you've been gone for a while. Uh, yeah. I have uh, a lot to tell you all. Um about where I've been and why and some information I have that sounds relevant to the conversation. Um, let's, let's start with the worst of it, shall we? Um, My sister is Guild Kingpin of Eastway. Um, and I have been working with her in, in, uh, in various capacities for about, what, 15 years? Probably, um, probably like shrinks in on himself. Um, Melissa just kind of straightens up and cocks her head uh, and lists stops muttering for a moment and then just looks up at you. Oh. The last two times I've been out of town have uh, been because of her. Um, This last time it went real sideways. Uh. Lovelace and I were sent to investigate whether there's a a useful platinum mine way down south and my whole plan was to just not find any platinum that was going real well until I mean even we found platinum I thought we were just gonna Hide it from the guild representative who came with us, but then uh, Lovelace just told him, and so, he managed so, to get so here lo- ahead of So us. Lovelace, Lovelace is working with the guild again. Um, this was to be her last job. Yeah, right. Mine too.
my sister told me and I don't know how I don't know if this is the truth or not I, I, I have not ever caught her lying to me that don't mean she hasn't she's been trying to get me and Lovelace to be more than just assets and she says that Nine Fingers Keen knows that the healer's crew has been interacting with the Eastway Guild. That's why my customers have only been harassed and no one's been hurt. Explains a lot. I've heard other members of the crew say they've gotten off pretty easy as well. I, I don't know what to do with this information, Kadam. I... I, uh... I'm feeling pretty hurt about it. Um, yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. The whole reason that we started doing all of this was so we didn't have to rely on them. You're pulling us all back into it. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I thought... I thought I could handle it. I thought I could... I thought I could have my family and my... I don't know, my, my politics, my personal beliefs. I wanted to tell you all because it just doesn't sit right. I realized I was being cowardly and dishonest with myself as well as you all. we should I don't know if we should work together anymore Pavu leans back from the wall uh, Melissa it's their sister and besides we could use some help right now Maybe there's a way through this. It's pretty bad. 
佩佩。They've taken so much from all of us. I. This is just. This is just making things back to the way they used to be. If. If the crew chooses to not have me among you all. I will, of course, accept that. Uh, List looks up at you. Jerome. Sarah. we've known has always had the best of intentions I do tr- trust them this may have just been a mistake but we all do that and I would rather forgive Melissa stands up and walks out of the room. Kadam, if... I know Melissa's upset, but just give her some time. Give her some time. If you could at least... Maybe you can talk with your sister and and just see if there's anything that could be done to alleviate the pressure on the other crews since you have an in. Uh, I think we are going to need to have a longer conversation with mm-hmm. Melissa and I with the rest of the crew. Absolutely. And let them know what... Uh, what you and Lovelace are doing and what you've done. Yeah. Thank you for being honest with us. Yeah, Pavu. You deserve it. Well. I'm going to have to go reporting to her regardless. Um, I, Um, I could I could tell her that we are done like we agreed I could break off contact in some way and uh, another option is that I I say that I want to stay 
a couple of ideas in that direction if it's more valuable for me to be there. Why, why would you stay? So that the crew has someone on the inside. A source of information. I don't know that she I, trusts me terrible much, but I, I, she does love me. <laughs> I do see the value in that. Uh, good arm, I, I trust your instincts on what you decide to do. Thank you, Liz. I don't want to make a decision without without consulting all of you. Well, why don't you go uh, report in and we'll communicate with the rest of the crew and come to a consensus. All right. Can we find um, you at your home? Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's being watched by both the guild and the dead three. Oh, but yeah, right. Do you do you need to stay with one of us? I think it would be best if I didn't. Understood. Okay, well, good luck. Thank you. Thank you for listening. You're welcome. Get on. Um, all right. So, get on. Uh, I, I would like to go just a little bit over tonight. Do you want to go? Check in with box of screws, or do you want to? Yeah, okay. yeah. I'll drop my no. I'll mm, mm, no. I'll go directly to her. Okay. Okay. You uh, walk through the streets of the outer city, and I, I, I don't know if I feel like Adam would be able to just maybe pick up on this, especially now knowing the context, but that tension in the air is palpable um you do see less even even though in the outer city you don't see many flaming fists but you barely see any until you get to the gates uh the basilisk gates um and once more you do have to kind of wait in a substantial line as there are folks that are trying to even get into the uh lower city um but you manage to get through uh go ahead and mark off I believe it was five copper pieces to get in. Can't remember. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and heading through Eastway as uh, the evening is is starting to, you know, the the sun's starting to go down and um, it's getting quite late. You uh, see the crack spine up ahead, um, and as you are approaching the door, um, the door swings open, and you see Renwin walk out flanked by two very m- muscle-bound 
individuals that are just following him and uh he he doesn't actually look he looks a little nervous but he he looks okay um as he's walking out uh and then he sees you and uh I, unless he did, hey. the word that's occurring to me is attacks. Unless he tries to get my attention, I, I do not recognize him. Okay, he just and like, like he kind of stumbles and stops, and those two individuals just like put their hands on his back and push him, and and they just keep going. Uh, okay, you uh, enter into the cracked spine, and <laughs> um, walking into the cracked spine, you see um, Disa there, who just looks up and acknowledges you. She's reading this actually kind of large book. Um, it's pretty intricate looking. It has like this little mirror on the front of it, um, and where the border is, it's like filigree that looks like blonde hair kind of like around the little circular mirror uh and the book title is the price of beauty um which is written on it but she she sets that down and smiles and looks at you ah kadam you want to go uh come on you want some coffee uh yeah it's okay well uh, just i would I would take a bit of your extra stuff. She goes into the back. Comes out. Alright. Here you go. That stuff is uh, really nice. Um, let's let's get y'all settled downstairs. I, I think... I sip. Um, it burns really, really bad. Um, and makes your head kind of rush. Um, and your right, nostrils burn as well as you kind of like inhale it. I'll um, just leave it on the mm-hmm. on the bookshelf as possible. <laughs> uh, she takes you back to the back of the shop and you know unhooks that little secret knob and and the door slides open, uh, leading you downstairs. Uh, as you make your way down the stairs. You, you hear the usual kind of clinking and uh, clanking of coins being counted and people working. Um, and stepping down the stairs, you see that Box of Screws is at her desk there with all the, the piles of papers and, you know, ledgers. Um, she has a, a mug at her side, but she's currently preoccupied because there's an individual sitting across from her. Um, and this individual has their back to you. Um, and she's, you know, kind of in midst of this conversation. Um, Olive, do you want to describe what um, what you look like as Kadam comes down the stairs? Yes. So there is a half-orc man with a kind of like flopped to the side red faux hawk, big old beard, uh, like a blue um, bandana around his neck. Um, And it's just like exudes an air of calm. Like this is chill vibes, but the chill vibes are currently directed very intensely 
at Box of Screws. Um, they're having, like, I mean, this this guy is not afraid of eye contact. Yes. Um, just looking into Box of Screws' eyes and just, like, talking very softly and intensely with intention. Box of Screws notices Kadam coming down the steps and just looks over your shoulder and shut that Kadam coming down. Thank God. Ah, uh, so Imps, you were saying. Imps will also take a look around, look back, and then actually, like, for the first time, like, the air of cool shakes and does a double take. Mm-hmm. Like, now, that's someone I wasn't expecting to see. Kidam, what have you been up to? Come on, come, come, pull up a chair. Yes, Kadam, why don't you join us with your friend? Uh, Lovelace ain't with me. I know. I'm aware. Alright. Um, Imps? My uh, associate, Manfred, has been keeping me informed, and you see a, a, a kind of a tall gentleman walk out with uh, black hair, um, a bit more broad in the shoulders and bulkier arms than the Renwin, or not Renwin, I'm um, sorry, uh, Manfred that you know. Um, my associate, Manfred, has been keeping me informed on what's been going on. And Kadam, as you look over, you realize you've seen this man in the caravans with you traveling north. Renwin, if you don't mind just uh, clearing the room for us. Uh, hey, everybody, if you could take take your break. I need some time with uh, these folks here. Thank you, Ren. Uh, thank you, Monfred. Um, and he and the other guild associates start to go out of the room. Um, setting down their work. Get on, please. Take a seat with your friend. I will sit. So, uh, Imps here appears to have a bit of a problem. Isn't that right, Imps? I think, you know, as well as I do, uh, what problem might be happening between us? Um, oh, I'm well aware. You used to be one of my best assets. A- am-, am I really needed for this conversation? Oh, yes, I would like you here. Uh, it- you'll come up shortly, I promise. Also, I heard about the little uh, mining incident. Uh, Real cute, Kadam. Just, uh, she starts writing notes down. Yep. Anyways. I don't follow Asset. Oh, yes, your, uh, your partner. Mm hmm. Well, what sure. What does Virgil have to do with this? It seems like y'all just came out of nowhere. Oh, no. Virgil has had a little arrangement with us, but then he got, uh, you know, 
caught. He was sloppy. And the Flaming Fist uh, discovered him using one of our uh, underground passageways for his little bread operation. I don't oh, see you don't... any Flaming Fist badge on you. You just a law abiding concerned citizen? That's right. I see. But if you want to make. What do you have make... to do to make this go away? If you want to make Virgil's little problem go away. And, uh, Kadam, if you want to, uh, make up for what you've done to me, make it my business more difficult, I do have something that you could both help me with. What the hell did I do? <laughs> you know what you did, Kadam. I genuinely have had trouble coming up with something. We'll talk later. Now, if you don't mind having a quick conversation here about a job that you could help me with, it could solve your problem, Imsh, and uh, Kadam, it could, you know, make our relationship a little, a uh, little better. Are you willing to listen, Kadam? I don't see that I have much choice. Kidam, what have you gotten yourself into? It's not now. <laughs> well, if you don't mind. Imsh, as you well know, Kadam, I suspect you've been uh, updated on the current situation within Baldur's Gate with the Cult of the Dead Three and their prevalence in the past month. It's not only affected the good people of Baldur's Gate, uh, it has affected our business here in the guild. We have been having our uh, coin wagons, if you will, those that transport uh, the well-earned coin that we make in our various businesses to and from the central bank. They've been getting raided by the Cult of the Dead Three and we've been losing quite a substantial amount of profit. I have come under the uh, knowledge, or I've become aware, that it seems like it's an inside job. And one of the kingpins within the lower city is tipping off the cult on these shipments. Now, I don't have any hard evidence, and the job I have for both of you is quite simple. She reaches under her desk and pulls out this book. It's like a kind of a gold clockwork looking book that has this latch on it with a big lock. This is a very rare copy. There is uh, one other that does exist within the uh, city limits. So, sorry, city of limits? City limits within uh, oh, within, within city limits. All right. I just need you to swap out that copy with this one. There's an enchantment placed on this book that allows me to once per day or so. Uh, hear or see through it. 
need you to get into the estate of this kingpin and replace his copy of the book with this one. Simple as that. Please don't get caught. And if you do, don't leave any witnesses, please. And make it look like it's a robbery. Take some stuff for yourself. That will be just fine. Just make sure you leave this behind and bring me his copy. Understood? Which kingpin? <laughs> he goes by the alias, and I know, I know you're gonna laugh, because I laugh every time I say it. But he goes by the alias of Glitterbeard. And we'll end tonight there. <laughs> All right. Oh, no. oh my goodness. <laughs> I'm sorry, all of you only got to play Imps for like that amount of time. But okay. But I am glad I was not in the room for that previous <laughs> conversation. Oh boy, that was rough. <laughs> oh my god. Hey, that's a new viewer. Or I've never yeah, seen you in chat. Uh, Hi, Dolly Epic Burger. Welcome. 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 You came into some intense conversations. Uh, this is a spicy one to join for. Yeah. Um, anyways, yeah. <laughs> we will have to see what happens next time. Um, I will... Yeah, I will obviously, for both of you, next session, we will go over more of the details of the job. Um, but yeah. Um, and of course, you can always refuse and see what the consequences are for refusing. Whoa! <laughs> just considering, it's just like, you're throwing a lot of stuff at me. Why don't I just <laughs> do my class abilities that I have that the viewers don't know? Right, 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 right. Yeah. <laughs> All right, well... Let's uh let's end there. Um Dolly really? Epic Burger. As a heads up, this is an extremely roleplay heavy uh Dungeons and Dragons game. Oh. This is I would say a typical uh kind of game. I think so. There's also a huge variety if you want to get like super into nitty-gritty mechanics of fighting, there's also that kind of stuff. It comes up. It comes oh. up. Oh, Nathan, can you mention the thing about fighting that has been happening with the cha challenge ratings? Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Um, yes, uh, I'll take a little longer here. So uh, <laughs> how can I make this short? I have a little spreadsheet where I calculate um, uh, custom encounters to see if they're going to be deadly or not. Um, and it just helps me kind of guide, you know, guide the encounters. Anyways, one of the numbers on that spreadsheet which I completely forgot about because uh, it's all the way to the left olive on the spreadsheet uh -huh. and it's a very small number. But I was making an encounter and I looked over there and I was like, what, what was that number I made? Well, hold on. I was like, what is, what's this column here? I don't remember. Oh, number of party members, five. Oh, well, what happens if I put that down to two, which is what it is for both of you? Oh, look. All the number, all the 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 numbers increased by like 
two two times almost, like 1.5 times. So all of those encounters I was making deep for you where it was like, oh, these are just supposed to be hard encounters were, were like definitely deadly encounters. Is so, that why I've been going down every single time? I, I think so. So, so I, yeah, I kind of messed up. Um, I'm suddenly really proud of us. Yeah, me too. Yeah. I feel super validated. Uh, also, that's 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 awesome. You just bought um, a dice set two days ago. I'm so I don't I don't know you personally, but I'm proud of you. I guess for some reason <laughs> in a weird way. Describe them. Yeah, describe them. Yeah. Um, what color? Yeah. <laughs> what material? Um, all right. Well, anyways, uh, thank you all happy that you joined us this evening and we're gonna sign off see you next week bye